Well, it's that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond. This is episode number 560 for August 22nd, 2018, and I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This recording was kind of spontaneous. Last week, I had a tech question I wanted to ask Rob Dunwood of the SMR podcast, so I asked him to get on Skype with me. The conversation turned out to be really interesting, so we decided to make it into an official Chit Chat Across the Pond episode. Well, I've asked Rob Dunwood of the SMR podcast to come on because he is my uh, my resident go-to guy when it comes to all things Android. How are you doing today, Rob? Not bad, Also, How are you doing this afternoon? Well, I just interrupted uh, Rob in the middle of his... his uh, what, were you, what were you doing? You were about to do something? I, I, was about, I was sitting down in front of the television about to go mow the lawn looking for an excuse not to. <laughs> and just like clockwork, uh, you called. So here we are. <laughs> just popped in to, uh, to bother you. Well, that's good. I'm glad I can provide a public service to you and uh, keep you from sweating your face off there, right? <laughs> right. So let's just see how long that grass can get outside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, I wanted to ask Rob on because uh, it, you guys have probably heard about this, but there is a an insanely popular game called Fortnite that runs on iOS right now. But Epic Games that uh, owns Fortnite has just announced that they're going to come out with it on Android. Now, it's important to note that Fortnite on iOS is making around $2 million per day right now. You may have heard uh, Leo Laporte say $150 million per day. He's been saying it on all kinds of shows. I have sent him a note to suggest that he's completely wrong. $2 million per day is nothing to sneeze at, but it's it's not $150. Anyway, uh, as a result of how much money they were making, they decided when it goes to Android, they didn't want to share any of it with Google in the Google Play Store. So they've decided to put it out on their own store uh, from Epic Games. So I wanted to ask Rob about the security implications of this because you have to do some sideloading stuff on Android in order to actually make this work. So can you walk us through how you do that since most of my, at least I'm an, uh, an Apple fan girl and never have done any kind of sideloading on, on my mobile device? So uh, on Android, uh, most people like on iOS they just go to the app store that's provided to you and that's where you download your you know download your apps iOS is kind of like you're only downloading through the app store uh with Google Play uh, uh Google is giving you a choice you have the ability to download applications from sites other than the Google Play store um so what Epic has decided to do when they they gave a bunch of reasons as to why they're doing it except the one that reason that I actually believe that they're doing it is because they're going to make 30% more by not forcing people to go through uh Google Play so you can actually download any application any developer puts out without it ever being on Google Play but it just opens you up to some security risk because you have to turn things off to allow this to install on your device. So in, in some ways, that's like on the Mac where you can say only go from the Mac App Store or uh, you can download from anywhere. Uh, there, and there's a couple there's a, a version in between the two of those. Is it kind of like that? Um Kind of, but different. Um, you know, we were talking, you know, in, in the pre about uh, that, you know, on the Mac, I believe it does actually some segmentation so that the apps aren't interacting with each other. And you don't necessarily get that on Android. So the OS uh, itself but, protects you on the Mac, not just the fact that you got it from the App Store. Right. So th this is, uh, you know, and I'm more, you know, I'm not a Mac person. I'm more of a PC person. So this is just like on, in a PC. You can go download an app all day long in the Microsoft Store or whatever they call their store. But you could just as easily go download any 32 or 64-bit app that was, you know, that was developed by anyone um, if you choose to do so. Now, once you do that, uh, you're outside of Microsoft. 
Um, and I would I would imagine the same way on the Mac. Once you actually download something that was not from the Apple store that you are now outside of, uh, you know, what Apple uh, is saying they support. But you have that opportunity. But same on Windows thing. and on the Mac, you've got you've got built in things in the operating system, like in Windows, that protects you from those things. Right. I mean, there's there's antivirus stuff running. There's uh, uh, secure file checks and things. Right. Um, to, to some extent, but ultimately, if you go download um, an application and you give that application permissions to do things on your PC, that application is going to have permission oh, to sure. do those things <laughs> yeah, that's on your true. PC. Um, <laughs> that's true. So, um, so, you know, from from that standpoint, if you give an application permissions to, you know, to do something on your Android device, that application is going to have those permissions to do things on your Android device. The problem is that Google is not saying, yes, Epic is OK. We're we're vouching for them by putting them in our store and we're actually checking their app to make sure it's safe for our consumers. When you go to Epic's website and download this, it's all between you and Epic. So there is a debate on whether or not that should be allowed. And of course, I, you know, I am I am the open free guy. Give me the opportunity to download whatever I want and I will take the responsibility. But I'm probably in the top 10 percent of Android users out there as far as knowing what to do and knowing how to do it and knowing how to stay away from nefarious things. So uh, th- that means there's another 90 percent of folks who may not fall into that bucket. So you are. Uh, in a riskier situation when you're when you're side loading apps or downloading apps that do not come through Google Play. So uh, Robert and I talked about this a little bit beforehand, but um, we need to separate how dangerous this is by operating system within the Android ecosystem. So uh, Android Pie was announced six days ago on the 6th of August as we're recording this. And uh, Oreo was the one right before that. So that's versions eight and nine. Twelve percent of Android phones are on Oreo. And in Oreo, so explain how uh, sideloading, how do you approve uh, something outside of the Play Store if you're on Oreo and above? So what's cool about Oreo is that when you try to install an app um, that is not coming through Google Play, it will notify you. You'll get a notification um, that allows you to just download that one application. Um, and you know, it'll tell you what permissions that application needs. You can read through that, uh, quickly, like most people probably do, but you know, but, but it's telling you what the app's going to do, what the app needs and it's doing it per instance. Now that just came out. Now you just, you, you let me know this. This just came out last year. I thought it's been around for a couple of years, but it just came out last year. The ability to do that older devices, you actually have to go into your settings, turn off security um and then download your app now what what a lot of good developers will say is that once you do that go back into security and turn those security features back on so that apps can no longer be sideloaded so the app's going to tell you that but that's right while you're downloading something fun like fortnite fortnite exactly (laughs) i I know if it were my daughter who is fairly computer savvy uh if it's if if it takes her an additional 30 seconds to get into her Fortnite game, then that's just unacceptable. Yeah, so go go make your bed and and brush your teeth while you're at it before you do this. Exactly. So uh, so it it could be problematic if, you know, if there are going to be older devices that uh, Fortnite is able to run on that don't necessarily have all the security features of what was it, Oreo, that actually introduced the single app download. Yeah. Um, But uh, we were talking about this as well. I think the the uh, when we start to look at the specs for what this game requires, um, most 
most devices um, or high-end devices that are capable of running it probably are also capable of running the operating system where you're going to be most secure. Yeah, so l- let's talk about how it's being rolled out. At first, it's going to be done, uh, it's going to be Samsung only, correct? Sam- Samsung only. Um, I believe they have, is, is it a 30-day or 60-day uh, exclusive where it's only going to be available on the Galaxy Note 9 that's uh, coming out. I believe it comes out uh, in a couple of days. So I think that was what it was at first, and I think that's been shortened, but I don't, uh, I've got 48 windows on this topic open, and I'm not seeing which one had it, but uh, it was going to be long, and I don't think it's quite as long. But in any case, they're they're doing it as a way to launch this uh, Galaxy Note 9, correct? Right. And so uh, it's it's going to be available in Samsung's, uh, and I have a, such a hard time saying a Samsung's, not <laughs> good Samsung, job. Good job. but Sam Samsung's, uh, you know, app store. They they you know there is an app store uh, that uh, Samsung does similar things to Google and to Apple and checking the apps out and making sure they're okay, and that's how it's going to come initially. But eventually, there's going to be a point in time where you don't have to go through a Galaxy Note 9. Um, you can have a supported device, and you can hit Epic's website, and you can download this game and, and have at it. So I uh, found a really good Boy Genius Report article uh, where uh, he gave links to a bunch of other sites that uh, that explain things. And I'll have links in the show notes to these. But um, it's kind of interesting what phones won't be allowed to run Fortnite and which ones will. And I, I get the sense it's based on the power of the machine. But shockingly, the Nexus 6P, wasn't that the new hotness like a year ago? Not that long ago? Maybe maybe two? May, not maybe not quite too, um, but yeah, that's that is just a uh, it's just a little over a year old device. Well, maybe yeah, the, a little maybe closer to two, as you said. But that yes, was the new hotness not old. that long ago. The HTC right. One Ninety, the Moto X Force, the One Plus Two, the Sony Xperia Z Five, and all Huawei phones. None of those will be able to run it. There's a lot bigger list of what we, what won't be able to run it. But those were the phones like I've heard people talk about. Um, a couple of the ones that can are the Galaxy S Seven, Eight, and Nine. Uh, the Google Pixel 2, the Moto Z2 Force, and the OnePlus 5T will be able to run it. So w- Rob and I were talking about how, in a way, this might protect people, like you mentioned. If you've got an older phone or a lower-end phone that can't run Android or can't run Oreo, you won't be able to install Fortnite. Right. Until, of course, someone figures out a way to install Fortnite on lower end <laughs> hardware. Um, you know that's going to come, and, and that's probably where a lot of the problem, uh, if there is a problem, you know, will be. So it will be interesting to see how Epic handles it. Will they, uh, you know, will they not allow uh, games that they don't sign, for all, for lack of a better word, that, that they are not uh, saying that we support this hardware? Are they going to keep that game from joining, um, you know, public play oh. servers or something like oh. that? I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if they're going to do something like that to where the game checks to see the hardware and if it doesn't like the hardware that it doesn't let you on i don't know this i'm literally i this is something i've been thinking about for about 15 minutes <laughs> um, but, <laughs> well that's uh, the smr podcast way start your right, sentence so. with well i haven't read anything about it but <laughs> here's how i think it should work uh but you know i i wonder if they're going to do that you know you know will they be able to keep uh you know um bootleg versions of the game from hitting their servers uh i don't know i'm just it'd be cool if they did it they uh you know they'd probably keep themselves out of the you know the headlines for you know 
viruses and stuff to get on people's devices because they were trying to download uh, a version of Fortnite that was not from Epic. Well, so uh, let's walk through that scenario. So uh, I'm a spoiled kid who got a Nexus 6P not that long ago, but I started misbehaving. So my parents invited me the new phone the following year. And uh, and I go to download Fortnite and I can't do it. And that is just the world is going to end if I don't get it. So I'm going to search the Internet for how to download uh, Fortnite on Android. And I'm going to find a site that looks a lot like Epic Games. It's going to be Epic's game spelled with a one instead of an I or something like that. And I'm going to go there and I'm going to download this thing. And I'm going to shut off the uh, the settings, and maybe I haven't gone to Oreo yet. I'm going to set off this, shut off the settings, and I'm going to get something that's going to infect me. That and um, that's that's going to happen, right? It's not only is it going to happen; it's probably already happened because uh, right now Fortnite is not available on Android. Mm. But you you can go to websites where you think you're downloading a version of Fortnite. For Android, now let me be clear, this is clearly not, a, this is not Epics. This is some third-party site out there where somebody's trying to make a buck or think they figured out a way to, you know, to get the iOS version to run on an Android device. That is already happening, mm. uh, even with people trying to figure out how to run the iOS version on Android. Um, don't know how successful they are. Um, my daughter, I don't know if you remember this, but my daughter is now, she, she, she went over to your side of the force. Uh, she switched, uh, late last year over to iOS. So for her, it's not an issue, smart girl, (laughs) but I guarantee she would have been dad. Hey dad. Hey dad, dad, how do I get, how do I get this to work? Can I make this work? Uh, There's no question in my mind that she would have been trying to figure that out. Um, you know, before she got a, uh, you know, an iOS device. In fact, one of her reasons, um, for moving over to the iPhone was because Fortnite was, uh, you know, something that she could play. It oh, wasn't, wow. it wasn't the only reason and it wasn't even like the top of her list, but it was on the list of reasons why she moved over. Interesting. So as I said earlier, there's no question that somebody's going to try to take advantage of everybody trying to download Fortnite on a device that doesn't have the capability to run Fortnite. And that's where Epics can you know, potentially run into some problems. But that being said, I am still all for the ability to try. Um, you know, I, I know that I'm talking, you know, as as a ten percenter right now, but I want the opportunity to try stuff and to play around with my phone. And as long as I am, you know, clicking on something that says I understand that I am taking, you know, my uh, security into my own hands, but I want to go download this app. I like having the ability to do that. I, you know, it's one of the reasons why I am on Android, because as I said earlier, I have an app that's one of probably my top 10 used apps on my phone that you can't find it on Google Play. You have to sideload it. And I always will want the ability to do that on my device. So let's let's think about that. I get your point that they've already probably got sites out there that are trying to trick into downloading something or doing something screwy to your phone and, you know, buyer beware. That's your own problem. Um, and I and I understand that, but I sort of feel like Epic is creating a honeypot to cause this to escalate to a, to an untenable level potentially, because they're they're saying it, like today if you ask all your friends, oh, how to get it on my Android phone, they're going to say, oh, you can't do it, you know, it's not out there because uh, it's not in the Google Play Store. But then, but when it is, oh yeah, we're all going to play it. And then Epic comes out and goes, no, it's not in the Play Store. And all of a sudden, the answer to the question is, yeah, you, you do get it from a weird place. You don't get it from the Play Store. And it seems to me that it's like an attractive nuisance. Have you heard of that? If you, have a, if you build a pool and it's accessible, say, from the street and you don't put a fence around it, 
you're you're in big trouble with the law when somebody gets hurt on your property. It's called an attractive nuisance. So to me, this feels like an attractive nuisance. They're creating something to convince people to turn off security features because they want 30% more money or, you know, they don't want to give that 30% up to Google. Um, yeah, they, you know, they are absolutely going with capitalism, uh, you know, on, on this. And it's like, as you know, I, I believe this wholeheartedly, we can make more money if we do it this way. What are the ramifications? And someone has weighed this out. Well, if, you know, we'll, we'll, there's going to be more websites out there where they're trying to, you know, they're trying to spoof us. You're trying to get people to download something that's not us. Um, but, but how much, how much is that going to cut into the 30% that we make? Uh, every, uh, you know, for every game that we sell, for every in-app purchase that we sell, um, you know, how much of that, you know, how much of that nuisance is going to cut into the 30%. And I think that they're saying that it's still worth it to us to go ahead and do it this way. Yeah. So the, the lawyers have done the math of exactly how much they'll get sued by people or I mean, maybe they won't get sued because maybe, I mean, maybe they do everything right. We built this secure site and we made sure it was, it was, it was clean and there was nothing wrong with it. Well, those bad guys over there did all this other stuff, but we don't know anything about that. I bet, I bet they're fine, but it still seems irresponsible to me to do this. Um, and see, I, 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 I understand the argument, but I, I guess I'm, I'm in the camp that if, if I say the only way to get our game is to come to epics.com, um, you know, you know, we're, we're, you know, we are certified, um, you know, this is our site, uh, you, you know, this is where you get the official software. This is, you know, you, and there are in-app purchases, you know, where are you going to make, well, that's where the money is, third party, you know, so that, that's where the money is, it's, it's, it's doing it through them. That's how they make their money. Um, so as long as they aren't doing anything nefarious, there's nothing to, you know, so Android is an open operating system and has been from day one. And I don't see the Google's ever going to change that. They, they have put, um, you know, uh, they, they've <laughs> put, they've put, procedures in place that make it a little more difficult for you to do something accidentally. But ultimately it is an open operating system that where you can sideload applications. So um, are you, are you saying that even though this is something that was built into the operating system and that, you know, if you do it this way, you can make 30% more, we're not going to do that because we're worried about the people who don't have the hardware to actually run our game that we're supporting. And they're going to go and download something else that's not us. And they're going to, uh, you know, run a problem with their, uh, you, you know, you know, with their device. I think Epic looks at that and says, yeah, we're, we're not getting sued over this because it's not us. Number one. And number two, we're making 30% more so they're, they're going with the absolute uh you know uh best thing for them for, for their bottom line we make 30 percent more you said this to me you you, you know you need to, to sell a million dollars worth of software you need to sell a million dollars worth of software if it's on google play but to make you know but to, to see the same value you only need to sell seven hundred thousand dollars for software in your own store because you're not giving up that 30 percent to uh to, to google so it's what i expect um, and I think that they are one of the few companies that have something that is so, uh, just so you know, valuable, so valuable right now that it can actually do it a different way. There are other companies, um, that would, you know, you, they'd love if you would go download, uh, the app directly, uh, you know, from their website, they're just not big enough and people don't care enough about their application for it to be worth it to them, um, to not be on Google play. Epics is saying, 
no, you know, we, we, we know how many people want this game and we're going to do it this way because it benefits our bottom line. And I think that they're going to be as safe as they possibly can in doing it that way. But I don't think it's necessarily irresponsible for them to do something that is completely supported on an operating system where they're going to try to put as many safeguards in place as possible. Yeah, I, I see all your points. And I've been I've been trying to roll backwards. What I like to think about is what is everybody going to yell at me about afterwards after I say these things? And I can hear people saying, OK, Allison, let's say it's the Mac operating system and you're saying it's irresponsible for transmit to uh to sell their or uh the makers of transmit to sell their application outside of the mac app store sure people are going to try to do fake transmits because that because now it's not in the app store anymore would you want them to not be able to do that well no i want them to be able to do that because they're a known trusted company uh so i can see to it coming from the other side but that's on an operating system that does have the security measures and now it's 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 it's, so, it's Android's it's Google's responsibility to build in more security measures, I guess. So 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 let, so let me challenge you there. So what are the built-in security measures on a Mac that prevent you from screwing yourself up by going and downloading some nefarious piece of software? So there are several things, and I'm I'm always really bad at remembering the names. Uh, but one of the main things is uh, the sandboxing that requires apps to not be able to jump over and do things to each other, um, and and that's getting more and more tightened down, even outside of the the uh, the app store. Uh, in the app store, you they're completely sandboxed, but there's more and more features to that that you actually have to disable. There's a thing called system integrity protection, and you have to go through some fairly fairly rigorous hoops to go turn that off in order to install something that will will get around that um there's a there's also a a file and i can't i'm blanking on the name of it and bart's going to kill me for not being able to remember the name but it's downloaded every single night and if something bad does start to happen it, those files are getting updated in the background uh whether you like it or not that's get, those are getting installed on your on your operating system in the background that will protect you from uh, known malware and see on the pc it's just not happening to that level. There, there is nothing to prevent you from, you know, if you if you have administrative rights on your machine, there's nothing that keeps you from right clicking, saying run as administrator and jacking your system up. It's just it's just part of what Windows is. So, I mean, there's you know, there are so many apps like, you know, an app that I use, uh, you know, all the time. Audacity. I, you know, um, I'm not going to any store to download that. I'm going directly to their website to download it. But I guarantee you that you can find some. Uh, this is not Audacity's website. Uh, you know, this is this is not the right place to be downloading this. And you have to take some ownership of, of your own, you know, of your own device and make sure that you're, you know, you're being as safe as you possibly can be. Another one would be GIMP. GIMP well, is a well, hang great on. We can do that, too. You can absolutely do that. You can you can go to Audacity and download it and install it. Uh, there's three levels of the security setting in the system preferences. Um, I'm going to bring it up really quick here because I can never remember the name of the middle one. But there's there's basically you can have it where you can't download um, uh, anything but from the App Store. There's App Store and identified developers. So if it's a signed application, you can download those. And then the, uh, you can override that and say, I'm going to download something that's not signed. One of the most famous of that was Handbrake, uh, which is uh, everybody uses. It's uh, an FFmpeg encoder for uh, encoding video. And uh, that one's not a, wasn't a signed developer. They are now. 
and we were able to still, but you could bypass that. So, yeah, you can still do those. Okay, good. I asked Stephen Getz in the background. He knows everything. Uh, X-Protect is that thing I was talking about that um, downloads uh, to your Mac every night and f- has data in it that keeps you from being infected by if something new does come along. Okay. I'm I'm saying it badly, but that's the, the general gist of it. No. And uh, like I said, I, I'm not an Apple person. I, I'm sitting here with a Mac right in front of me right now, but I'm just I don't use it enough to know the ins and outs of it. But, uh, you know, I, but, I, but I do know Windows and I do know this about Windows. When you have administrative rights, you got a lot of power to really mess yourself up. Uh, and, you know, and Microsoft gives you that ability. Now, they're going to tell you, make sure you're only downloading things from known and trusted sites. Make sure that, you know, you get that little green lock in your web browser when you're doing it. But you always have the ability to say, "Nah, I'm not worried about it. And you can go do whatever you want to do. I mean, we, we, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time in, in our Facebook group about how you will get somebody that will call you up. Uh, they tell you that they're from Microsoft uh, oh, yeah. support. And they they basically want you to encrypt your hard drive and then they hold the key and they charge you to get the key back so you can get your data back. That's only that's only possible because you can go to nefarious websites and download, uh, you know, bad code or or maybe I don't even know if you would call it bad code, but you're downloading something you didn't think you were downloading. And it absolutely locks your machine up or does something, um, you know, nefarious with your machine. Um, So. I, I don't I want to lie and that. say you can't achieve those same goals <laughs> on the Mac. Um, I, I, I just found a better definition than my babbly version of what XProtect is. Um, it basically is a file quarantine area that checks your downloaded application against a list of uh, malware, of known malware, malware definitions mm-hmm. in XProtect. And XProtect runs automatically in the background. You have to really seriously go out of your way to disable it and uh, that's not a thing there's not even an advantage to disabling that so um but but i thought windows defender did some of that too on windows um it it does some but defender is from my understanding is more about actual websites uh that that you're going out to um you know i'm not i could be wrong because i'm i am not mr windows guy i use a windows pc i'm not developer guy i'm I'm not administrator guy uh, like i used to be back in the day but um you know it's you know defender you know from my understanding for uh you know a great amount of what it's doing is protecting you from hitting malicious uh sites out on the web uh not necessarily preventing you from installing malicious software on your PC, because like one of the things that you get with uh, Windows, one of the things that you get with Android, you always have the ability to bypass what they're recommending to you. It's like this is an untrusted site. Are you sure you want to download? You have the opportunity to say yes. Um, so my point in just you know bringing it back over to the Android side of the house, I like that. I, I like that I can download an application that doesn't appear in Google Play without having to root my device. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I've not once actually been meaning to talk about Rob Dunwood because <laughs> Rob Dunwood knows what he's doing. And if he puts his foot in it, he's going to admit that he did it. And, you know, I'm not worried about you. But think mm-hmm. about the children, Rob. What um, about the there, children? There's an option for them. What? Buy buy an Apple device. <laughs> buy an iPhone. You know what? This is this is pure, this is not an issue on an iPhone, unless of course you jailbreak your iPhone and then you download what apps you want. But then I think when you once you jailbreak it, doesn't that take you out of support and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, you're you're in a whole you're you're doing it on purpose. I mean that yeah, that's 
that's not yeah. like just the latest hot, the new hotness game that you really want to get and everybody else has. Uh, again, right. I think, I think, well, everything you said about, um, the operating systems for the Mac and Windows of having some protections in place and we can bypass them, but the protections are there for us. Google hasn't done a lot of that. They're doing more and more like they're doing a lot of work in the Google Play Store to get things cleaned up and they've put in some some real good security measures, um, but they're certainly not there yet. And the adoption level of the newer operating systems keep people from being secure by those newer features. So you, when you, you put a, right. so you put a honeypot out there like the hottest game in the world uh, that's making a couple million dollars a day, uh, you know, you're you're encouraging people to go turn off security that they have done. And unless Google goes in and makes that harder to do, which the real Android lovers would would be annoyed by. I mean, you're, you're talking about 80. I just looked it up. According to Statista, 86 percent, 85.9% of the globe is on Android right now. So. 85% of the people are not as smart as Rob Dunwood. So what about them? No, you know? No, I, I, I get it. And, and Android, or I should say Google, has put um, you know things in place. You cannot do this by default. You have to go and turn things off. Or if you're Oreo or later, you uh, you know you're going to be prompted uh, you know for the instance of when you're trying to you know trying to sound load or excuse me side load. But I would just say it like this: Google makes you jump through a hoop. Apple makes you jump through a hoop after after jumping over a pit of alligators and the hoops are on fire. So it, it can be done. It's just much more difficult, um, you know, to do it. And, and you know, probably not one percent of uh, iOS users, probably significantly less than one percent of iOS users are doing things to get that game. They just can't get uh, through the uh, you know, through the app store. Yeah, but so, let's let's be clear. If it's if it's on Android, okay, um, I'm I'm your best friend, Rob, and you're 12, and I'm 12, and I'm telling you, I got this. I was able to get the uh, uh, get the the game. I got Fortnite on my on my Android phone. I'm going to send you a link to a website, and I send you that link, and it says, "Hey, do you want to disable security for just a second so you can install this?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it, do it. And that thing I sent you was not actually Epic Games. Mm-hmm. So that that wasn't exactly a, a even a, even a hoop, right? And that's if you're uh, on on Oreo. Yeah that that is that's not that's the way that Android is designed. So it's designed to work that way. Uh, Android is not iOS. It it simply isn't. Yeah. Um, Google is giving you the opportunity to do these things. So I you know I'm, like I've heard people use the word nefarious uh, about Epics. Uh, you know, in, in creating this game in a way that you can download it without having to go through the Play Store. It's like, no, it's, there's nothing nefarious. This is actually how Android is designed, and they are just simply taking advantage of what the OS is designed to do. Um, and because of that, um, I just say this. If you're going to go download, uh, you know, um, a game from Epics, make sure that you are going to Epics. I would hope that your 12 year old friend is sending you to Epics dot com um, and not to some other site to where he was able to get the game for free. Or you can, you know, if you, you don't have to have, you know, you don't have to be this or you don't have to have this type of account. You don't have to have the things that Epics is going to make you have in order to get it. If, if you are doing that, then I would say if you're 12, it's probably incumbent upon your parents to make sure you don't have administrative rights on your on, on your machine now i know that the 12 year old knows way more than their parents generally <laughs> yeah. um, about that box so that I'm, so I'm saying that somewhat facetiously but ultimately if you are 
if you are savvy enough to get around the security um, that Google is putting in place, and it's uh, you know if you know you know gra- grab a device and go try to download something um, that's not from the Play Store, it's not like it's it's oh just click this and, and you're good to go. They are absolutely making sure you know what you're doing. They're telling you what permissions you need, and you've got to click yes a couple of times to make this happen. Unless you go into your settings and simply just turn it off. Either either one of those things, you, you're going to know if you're doing it in in Oreo because it's it's alerting you, or you were savvy enough to know how to go into your system settings and turn it off. Either way, if you make that decision, I don't think it's upon Epics to make sure that you're safe. Um, because you've made a decision about how you want to run Android in the way that Google designed Android to be run. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I uh, this is really really interesting because I I don't see I want to I want to say right and wrong here black and white and you know mm-hmm. what the uh, what truth is but uh, it's a, it's a complicated issue and it and it I I am glad to see that the progress Google is making like like the changes in Oreo to the way side loading works that's that's great news and I'm I'm glad they're taking it more seriously than they used to be but this this whole thing feels like impending doom to me but uh, I, I I understand more how it works and why. So let me ask you a question. What is the fastest speed limit in the United States? Is it 70 miles an hour, maybe 75? 75, yeah. 75? Yeah. So if this fastest speed limit that you legally can drive in the United States is 75, there's probably no reason that any vehicle, you know, go faster than maybe 85, 90 (laughs) max. But there are many, 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 uh, you know, vehicles that can go faster than that. Um, so it's, you know, so from one standpoint, you can say, well, the, the, the highest speed limit is 75. There may be a time when you need to speed up to get around someone or to, uh, you know, to get you know away from something. Um, but you're probably not going to need to do 140. So mm-hmm. we're just going to, so even though the car can do 140, we're just going to govern it to 85 miles an hour. Now they do that in public transportation. They do that on buses. Uh, because, you know, if you got a bus full of kids that you're taking to school, there's probably no reason for a bus to be doing 110 down the freeway. Um, but, you know, when it comes to automobiles, they don't put governors in automobiles. They allow that car to go as fast as that car can go. Um, I mean, there, there are many cars that actually, uh, you know, they can they can go faster than what even their tires are rated for. Um, and it, there's a danger that if you go faster than speed limit, that bad things can happen. But ultimately, you're you're being told here's the speed limit. You can go over it if you choose to do so. But you know, you run the risk of getting stopped by the police, or you know, you know, or you you know, you run the risk of having an accident or causing an accident. So you know, I look I look at it the same way when it comes to your device. If you are on an Android device, it is designed to do things that aren't necessarily going to keep you as safe as possible. That's the design of the operating system. You can download things from third parties that are not Google. But once we give you the ability to do this, we're, we're going to we're going to do some due diligence. We're going to put um, a governor in place, and then we're going to make you say yes, a, you know, a, a multitude of times to do this. But once you do that, you're now taking your security or you're taking your uh, you know your safety into your own hands and i don't think that that's inherently bad and if you do there is an option for you um the best-selling iphone or best-selling smartphone ever the iphone i guess compare that though we're in a world today where people in in the government are calling on companies like apple and google to stop making these devices so darn fun so we stop being obsessed with them because it's bad for the children. 
you know, that's not even as dangerous as, well, maybe in some ways it's more dangerous, but, you know, that's not something that uh, is any in, in any of those companies' best interest, and yet the companies are looking at it. I mean, I know Apple is installing some stuff called Screen Time that makes you less, supposedly going to help you govern yourself so you're a little less addictive, and I don't know, it just seems funny to have this giant open security thing on one side, and then, oh, don't let them watch Facebook too much because it's bad for their brains, you know? It's yeah, yeah, ironic. This- this is a I think we're getting more into a an I O an iOS um versus Android. This is just how Android is. It you know, it allows you to do this stuff. Um, well and that, and that's why high end people like it. And and I understand that. I understand the geeky nerdy culture and you know, I've I've I like to, to mess stuff up as much as the next guy. But it almost feels like to me that there ought to be a switch. Well, I guess this is kind of the switch we're talking about, but for people like Rob to go do crazy dangerous things. Uh, but now you've got a company saying, let's go, everybody, come on, let's go play in this cesspool over here where things are dangerous and, and uh, let, let, you know, good luck. But uh, as long as you stay at my house, you're fine. Um, and they, they are. So so we talked about this a little bit earlier. There's only a handful of devices that this is going to be available on, um, you know, when it is available outside of the Galaxy Note 9. All of those devices, I believe, are capable of running. Um Oreo or higher. Right. All of those devices can say, you know, when you come to this, you know, when you go to this website, you can see that it is that this is epics. This is the site that you're at. And, you know, you can do the things that you want and your in-game purchases and all that, all that stuff. That's all coming from the 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 uh, the legitimate version of the software that you downloaded from Epic's website. The the only time you get into an issue is when you're trying to not go to the Epic's website, but you're trying to go someplace else to get something that did not come from Epic's. That is on you. And I, I absolutely understand the 12 year old scenario. Hey, I was able to get this to work on my phone by going here. But you know that you're doing something outside of going to the Epic site. And, wait, 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 you know, wait though. We, do, you, do you think every kid knows that, that Fortnite is from a company called Epic? Um, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a kid who doesn't yeah. have the game yet. I'm talking about somebody who doesn't have the game yet. They know most people would know that it's from a, co- a company called Epic. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I know no children. Oh, <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> that don't have Fortnite. So I, I honestly, I cannot tell you. Uh, are, are there some kids, yes, who have never heard of Fortnite? Yes, there are. But um, you're able to play it on your Xbox, on your PlayStation, on your computer, and on your Oh, iPhone. you are? Oh, okay. Kids, ki- okay. kids are playing this game all over the place, and they are waiting. Uh, I can't wait until Epic puts this game out. Uh, you know, on Android or 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 you know, what they're getting is, hey, mom, hey, dad, can I get a new iPhone? Uh, school's about to start up. I need a new phone. Can I get a new iPhone? Why do yeah. you need a new iPhone? I just really, really need one um, because the Android device that I have isn't doing what I need it to do. Therefore, I need to get a you know, they don't want to say I want a new iPhone because I want to play a game because mm-hmm. that's probably going to limit their chances of getting that iPhone. But they will come up with a reason why they need one so that the oh, yeah. And being able to play the game is just a side effect of it. I, I told you earlier. Um, it wasn't the primary reason that my daughter moved to iOS, but it was a reason. It was <laughs> it was probably on her top ten list of reasons why she wanted to go over. So, so yes, Rob the Android guy. I, I put it out there. Um, you know, I, I'm over it at this point. Rob the Android guy's youngest daughter has defected from Android and went over to iOS, and she absolutely loves it. And she tells me every chance she gets, it's the best phone she's ever had. <laughs> Well, I think I think that's the the bottom line of what we have learned here uh, today. Would be that uh, 
that and iOS is the best operating system, right? <laughs> um, now, I'll give you a, a, just one other uh, anecdote. My oldest daughter was thinking about moving over to iOS. And one of the reasons, she wants to play Fortnite. Now, this is someone who was in grad school. But that was one of her reasons for wanting to move over. I think that like FaceTime and just some other stuff. And she 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 uses a Mac. She's got iPads all day, every day. But she's like, you know, what? when do I really ever play games on my phone? I could just as easily just install this on my uh, on my iPad. So why don't I just get a new iPad and, and then get a brand new Galaxy Note 9 when it comes out? So she she really likes Android, even though she is completely in Apple's ecosystem when it comes to everything but her phone. So, um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, uh, you know, iOS is, is a heck of an operating system, but I, I just can't, you know, I just, I just can't do it. I, I like Android way too much to move over and make the iPhone my primary device. I've tried to do it. I know we've talked about, it. I've tried to do it, um, on multiple occasions and there's just something, you know, something that makes me go back. I, I, I am completely just joking. I just wanted to yank your chains since your daughter is so obviously brilliant. But, uh, hey, I appreciate you just jumping in here. And uh, it looks like this may have turned into an entire chit-chat. So I may have to uh, throw an intro at the beginning of this. <laughs> I thought hey, we could hey. do 10 minutes, but I should have known better. Two podcasters, great subject. You know me. If you call me and I'm sitting down, I want to talk to you about whatever it is you want to talk about. So, Allison, you'd never have to apologize for interrupting me or anything like that because I, I won't answer the phone if I can't get away. I answered <laughs> because I was free. And like I said, you have you have kept me from mowing the lawn, and it's 445, and it's starting to get dark here. Oh, it's probably too late, right? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so now, now I'm going to... Now I'm going to figure out a reason um, to why I still can, even though I still have a good three hours of daylight left, there's probably <laughs> going to be some other reason why I just can't get it done today. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it, Rob. And people can find Rob Dunwood at the SMR podcast at smrpodcast.com. And what's your Twitter handle? Just uh, at robdunwood.com. Um, Rob with two B's and my name is spelled like Dunwood at the end of it. There you go. All right. I'll put it in the show notes too. Okay. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chit Chat Across the Pond. This show is not supported by ads. It's supported by you. If you learn from the show, or even if you're just merely entertained by the shows, please consider supporting the show. If you go to podfeet.com, there's a big red button in the top banner that says support the show. If you click it, that will reveal to you several ways to contribute. You can pledge a monthly amount using Patreon. You can use the Amazon affiliate link for your country. You can make a one-time donation using PayPal, or you can record a listener review, which is an awesome way to contribute. You can always chat directly with me via Twitter at PodFeet or email me at allison at podfeet.com. You can join the conversation in Facebook by going to podfeet.com slash Facebook or on Google Plus at podfeet.com slash Google Plus. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.